Moving into the barriers, Moods, Mytho, Rog and the Rain Man. Set and underway for Moody on the Mic. Hello and welcome to another edition of Moody on the Mic. Blue Diamond Day awaits. I'm Roger Aldridge. Joining me, of course, Peter Moody, Anthony Mithen, the resident Rain Man, Tom Hackett. Moods, we're going to start with you and we're going to get straight to uh, the horse that caught everyone's eye on Saturday. I wish I would. Could you have been happier with how he finished off? And given those sectionals, are you going to run him in the Group 1 or the Formula 1? Well... I wish he had a run slightly better sectionals. That might have made him the winner. Um, not the second place getter, I think, first and foremost. But it was a terrific return to the races. He ran tremendous. Uh, he uh, rounded the race off very, very well. He won better on the day. Uh, Rain Man, we'll go to you now because I know you've got a futures ticket on I Wish I Win uh, for the new market, which is uh, currently looking pretty good. And according to the group text on Saturday, you're getting a bit excited, which I has very yeah. Group 1's tend to make Way too quick. Excited. Way too quick on the texts to let everyone know that he's got the 15 to 1 about I Wish I Win winning a new market. I, that was just... Uh, that was total showboat sort of look at me stuff from Rain Man on Saturday afternoon. It definitely was a bit of head wobble work from me, but it was at the at the four hundred. I'm thinking, all right, here we go. This is going to be the the perfect new market handicap trial for I wish I win. And then at the hundred, I think, hang on, he might he might just win this one as well. The black caviar lightning on the way through. So it was an outstanding run. Uh, he's an outstanding horse, and he's an exciting horse because. He can sort of do a bit of everything. We've seen him win the Golden Eagle over 1,500 metres. And then to come out and do that first up over 1,000 metres against the best sprints in the country, um, and he's run past Nature Strip as if Nature Strip was standing still, uh, it's a pretty uh, exciting performance. And he's a, an exciting horse. And uh, hopefully we get to see him go one better in the New Market Handicap in a few weeks' time. Tell you one thing that could be better for, you know, the whole wish I, I wish I win story would be that if Pete was sort of racing it with his mates, you know, if, if, he'd, if he'd allowed being a bit, you know, more generous. And um, I'm not sure that I've told this story because we might have gone into recess. But um, before the horse raced for PG Moody, uh, I was at the Packenham Stables and um, we were having a look at a few of the Rosemont-owned horses around the place. He said, just stick your head over the box and have a look at that brown horse down there. He's a, he's a ripper. Get out of a look at him. I had a look. Said, What's he? He said, oh, I wish I win. He's over from New Zealand. I'm, had to, had to buy a bit of him just to, you know, get him across to Australia and give him his campaign. And Mark Chittick at Waikato's got, got the rest. And, you know, I said, oh, how good does he go? And he said, he goes pretty good. I said, oh, surely there's a bit of room for your mates. Oh, oh I'll take 5%. Oh, I didn't buy that much. <laughs> he says, no room for his mates. And fr- from that day on, it's been my life mission to find out what percentage Peter Moody owns of this horse. And so far, I have come up short. His wife's solid. His kids are solid. He will not budge. And I've got no idea what's going into the kick of Peter Moody. And it's freaking driving me mad. I'll tell you what I'll do for you, Mitha, you and your punting friends out there. Um, that bigger-hearted bloke, I bought I Wish I Win's half-brother at the New Zealand yearling sales a few weeks ago. I've left him over at New Zealand at Waikato Stud, where I Wish I Win grew out. And I'll be honest, I own 90% of him. I've only sold 10% of him. I've sold him to a client. So there's 90% available out there. 
in no less than 10% increments. And if you want to come on board, I'd happily sell you 10%. It's a no head policy. Hey. So anyone, uh, no, or anyone out there, anyone out there. No, you, you just said no dickhead policy, thrill, so that rules Mitho out. Well, uh, I race a few with him now. I can control him. But if you want to enjoy the thrill of racing one with me, Anthony, you and, like I said, no dickhead policy out there. If you want to contact me, I'll look at maybe selling you a share in, in I Wish I Wins, brother. So if you think you're a dickhead, don't apply, all right? Exactly, exactly. If you've been told you've been a dickhead previously or your wife tells you each evening or your husband tells you each evening, don't apply. But uh, if you're interested in a 10% holding or thereabouts, give me a yell. And um, um, can we call it? Can we call the horse uh, no DH policy? Uh, yeah, that might. That might. Yeah, we might be able to put that down there. What about? No I wish DH. I win like my brother. Mm, too many words. Too many letters. Well, we, we actually right. might make it a little challenge. We might make it a little challenge on the show uh, as the year goes on a little bit. Maybe a bit of a naming uh, ceremony and. Uh, some of our listeners out there, uh, you know, they could maybe come up with some uh, naming possibilities by Ocean Park out of Make-A-Wish, uh, half-brother to I Wish I Win. Yeah, maybe a little challenge out there for the Ladbrokes punters. Would you get away? I like that. Would you get away with... Um... Nah. No, listen, I think the girls at Racing Australia would consider it, but they might just fall short. That part was redacted for legal purposes. Let's move on now to uh, Nature Strip, who of course did run in the Black Caviar Lightning at the weekend and was disappointing. And it's couple of runs, his couple of runs since returning from Royal Ascot have been disappointing. Moods, he's eight years old. Uh, I, I'd imagine we've seen the best of him, but do you think it's to the point now where maybe he's better off in the paddock? Oh, no, I wouldn't necessarily say so. If he's still enjoying his work, he's training well, he's working up well. And we've seen Nature Strip do this before. He didn't get beat a significant margin. Mitho and I actually had the last horse in the race, Mullane, also, unfortunately. He got beat 6.2 legs. So it's not as if Nature Strip got gapped. Um, I, I thought his run was competitive, and uh, you know he always improves. No, I think that's a really good point there. I think it's a really good point for, for a mood as well. We know that Nature Strip has this in him. We've seen him throw in. Uh, he doesn't always perform at, at his peak rating. We've seen him do this before. In the last autumn, he came out first out, ran really well in the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes uh, behind Home Affairs. And then second up was terrible, was beaten home by Shelby 66, who, to be fair to Shelby 66, was absolutely flying at the time, but was well off his peak and then came back out. And in, in his next start, his grand final, he won a, a third TJ Smith. So I certainly wouldn't be uh, ruling out Nature Strip just yet. We know that he is a, a, an outstanding horse, but he can throw in a, a bad performance. So I just hope now that it seems like the plan is to go straight into the TJ Smith now. And uh, I'm hoping that gets us a, a nice little price on TJ Smith Day. He looks to become the first horse to, to win the race on, on four occasions and looking to win a, a, a group one in a fifth year, which is fairly remarkable. I'd back him if, if I'm getting a, it all depends on the price on the day. But if I'm getting six dollars nature strip in the TJ, hundred percent. On his bet, we know that on, if he brings anything like his best four, which he very often does, 
over 1,200 metres at Randwick in his grand final, he, he just wins. He's the best on his at his best. He is the best sprinter going around at the moment, and I'm willing to gamble that uh, he he can still produce that if he. If he flops again in the TJ, then maybe we are thinking retirement is past and he's past his prime. But at the moment, I'm not I'm not willing to sack him off one run because if you've if you've done that before, you've cost yourself money. Have you run Chris, Pete? Yeah, have you run Chris and given him a few words of wisdom, given that you've you've basically trained this horse through his career? No, well, I, I helped train him when I was having my hiatus from being an official trainer. Um but uh, no, I haven't interfered since I've been back uh, in opposition. Oh, that's no. Very noble of you. You know what the no, issue? The issue could have been. We know J Mac on him, on him on him in Melbourne. He was thinking, "Where's Jamie? Who's this mm. bloke? Like, I want Jamie in Melbourne, J Mac in Sydney. That's when he's pr- produced his best. Might be time to get our fifth host back on J Mac to explain himself. Tell him to stay away from Nature Strip in Melbourne. A different rider. All ports. That's um, something other people have um, used over the years. Hey, uh, one one horse that uh, Moody does train and that um, that Jamie Carr actually rides is Pounding. We got into this last week. He's the official horse of Moody on the mic. Punners, uh, uh, right and roses out of the All Star Mile. So if you voted for him, you get another vote. I don't know whether the boogie dancer moods maybe unlikely to go there. So mate, get on and vote for Pounding in the All Star Mile. The Rosemont Moody. Connection, um, the best one of the best milers in the country. Come on, listeners, it's up to you to get him into the All Star Mile. We would love you, yeah, I, yeah. We've got to, we've got to get him up there because he's a dead set miler. He'll run a brave race and he'll give you a, a, a show for your money. And and um, one lucky voter, uh, you win two fifty, don't you? A quarter of a million if your horse that you voted for wins the race. So you may as well take a ticket for a horse that's going to be in the race. So vote for him. He's got momentum as well, pounding. He's up to 16th in the ranking, so we are getting close. And I would say to the punters out there, there's a lot of punters voting for I Wish I Win on the back of his effort in the new market. I Wish I Win is now number one in, in, in the rank, rankings. He's gone past Alligator Blood. He's gone past I'm Thunderstruck. I get it. I'm, I Wish I Win's a freak. But let's focus our energy on pounding now. As Mythos said, a horse that if he gets in the, in the field, we know he'll be running. And to punters out there, I Wish I Win although not 100% certain, is a very doubtful runner in the All-Star Mile. Uh, I've got four horses still left. I've still got four horses left in the All-Star Mile. Boogie Dancer, I Wish I Win, Chain of Lightning are all extremely doubtful. And Pounding is the one horse that I can guarantee you will be there on the day barring incident. So uh, to make your vote count, I would suggest uh, get on board Pounding. Get on the Pounding train. What about we um, away. Have you got a have you got a have you got a few buddy Peter Moody racing t shirts or hats or anything, Pete? Pete? Oh, I got a bit of Rosemont gear. What about we if people tweet us, can we tweet this bit out, Rog, and bet, vote for pounding in the all-star mile? And people who they can snap they can screenshot their that they've voted for pounding, put it in the replies. And you'll go in the running for a little... Moods will get pissed off if you reply too much to him on Twitter. Email us, moodymailbag at gmail.com. Moodymailbag at gmail.com. Shoot it through to that address and we'll go through. We'll sift it out. We'll get some, we'll get some merch packs. But get, get on the pounding train. So forward, you get a, you get a confirmation email because you've got to put your email in. Forward that to that, 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 um, that email. It was... Moodymailbag at gmail.com. Moodymailbag at gmail.com. And... Uh, 
we'll we'll someone will win the Rosemont yeah. Moody prize. Uh, Rosemont, that, yeah, I'll get something. And, yeah. and you know what, Paddy Welsh, exactly general manager of racing at Racing Victoria. If you're listening, as I know you do occasionally, if, if he doesn't get a vote, you better give him a bloody wild card, Matty. I'll tell you right now. Uh, yes. And with that, we'll take a break here on Moody on the Mic. We're going to be back and we're going to be looking at a stack of group one. Go the pounder! Here we have a mate dedication from Scott to Johnny. Oh, to you, Scott. Jono, you've got some questionable banner at times. Oh man, did you butcher the speech at both of Tim's weddings. And you barrack for the worst footy team. But mate, you nailed last weekend's multi. Love you, big fella. Good on you, Scott. Try Labrokes Mates Mo to chat, share and bet together. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you. T's and C's apply and available on website. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Blue Diamond Stakes, uh, the big one for the two-year-olds in Victoria, Rain Man. Uh, and it's always a tough race to pick, uh, unless your mood, who so I think spent the last couple of winners at pretty decent odds. Uh, what is the market for this year's Blue Diamond Stakes? Yeah, a traditionally open edition of the Ludbrokes Blue Diamond Stakes. Obviously, a little bit of a different feel to the Blue Diamond this year, being uh, held at Ludbrokes Park Sandown rather than its traditional home of Caulfield. But it's Steel City that's the favourite. It's still a maiden, but it's the favourite in the Blue Diamond market at the moment. Barber, undefeated from three race starts, $5.50. Brave Halo, the West Aussie, is $7.50. The Instructor, $9.50. The other horse at single-figure odds. And it's been a case with the, the Blue Diamond in recent years that you you sort of want to look for a horse at a price. All the, the last few winners have all been at basically $20. And Moods has found a few of them. We had, we've had Artorias, we've had Tagaloa, we had Dormier last year. They all won it around 20 to 1. And there's a few horses here at double finger odds, I think, are well and truly over the odds. So the other story in the in the Blue Diamond recent years has been Godolphin, particularly uh, Anthony Friedman and uh, Sam Friedman. But Godolphin have a really good record in the race as well. So a horse that won the Phillies prelude at a nice price with Exploring. I think she has been uh, a little bit forgotten by the market here. She's $13. We'll need a little bit of luck in running, but I think she's more than capable of winning this race if she reproduces her last start effort. And another Blue Diamond horse for the Godolphin stable, it's a really big price, is Zolfika. Uh, another one that's drawn wide. Beginning $26 to win, $7 to place here for this horse. And it was a winner last start at Ladbrokes Park Sandown. This is a race that has produced uh, some horses that have gone close in the Blue Diamond in, in recent years. So it's a horse that, that can't be ignored. And then the, the narrative, I know you're always looking for a bit of narrative, Rog. The narrative horse this year in the, the Ludbrokes Blue Diamond Stakes, and you can hear about that narrative on Ludbrokes social media channels at the moment, is Party for Two. Nikita Berryman in the saddle uh, as she makes her return to Melbourne for Group 1 racing. She won her only other Group 1 on Tears I Cry and Emma Stakes at a massive price. And uh, Damien Batters, who is the stable foreman for David Van Dyke, trains a handful of horses himself and has landed the best two-year-old in, in Queensland and maybe the best two-year-old in Australia. So there's a little bit of uh, miracles of life around Party for Two. I think there's a few similarities between these horses. So I wouldn't be ignoring Party for Two there at $18 as well to replicate that miracles of life story. Miracles of life. Not only do I love narrative, Ray, man, miracles of life is one of my all-time favourite horses. So uh, we'll see how we go right, with that. I, um, I'm going to go with the Lindsay Park team and a horse which maybe hasn't grabbed any headlines, but it's been very good in his three career starts. Got some form around winners in both Melbourne and Sydney. That is Little Bros. Three career starts, as I say, narrowly beaten in start one and three by less than a length. Uh, 
his win was in the list in Merson Cooper back at the tail end of spring. He beat Cylinder, who came out on the weekend first up and won the Group 2 Silver Slipper. Last start, he was only a lip behind Barber, who was, of course, his, the favourite here, albeit five bucks the field. So I think at around, I think, eight. Eight fifty nine bucks or something. Uh, I reckon little bros. Ten dollars now with live bros, Rog. Double, Ten dollars, double figure odds. There you go. Uh, for Ben and JD, uh, I'm going to go little bros there in the blue diamond for this year. Uh, I'm going to stick with a favourite. I, I feel like um, you know Godolphin have long held the view that this is their number one seed, two year old. Um, well, they're winning everything. Why wouldn't you just be taking the 550 off Labrokes and saying, well, I, I feel like after the race we're going to sit back and go, oh, you could often have been winning all the two-year-old races and this is their best one and, uh, yeah, why didn't we back it at the 550? So um, just putting that common sense filter over it, I'm going to um, probably have my biggest bet on uh, Barber and I'll, I'll have a little something on Sensical now that it's made the field for PG Moody. Um, a very nice filly and... Um, her two runs have been um, excellent so far, so she can improve with the moody polish, I reckon. Just to clarify, Barber, second favourite at the moment with Labrokes, $5.50. Oh, second pick. Steel City, yeah. Yeah, Steel City, the favourite. Well, listen, I've uh, got to agree with you on both fronts here, Mitho. I think Barber's just a professional amongst the horses. You know he's going to go out and give you a great tradesman-like performance. You know what is where the winning post is. Uh, you would expect him to improve from that first up run into this. Sort of rate, seems to have a little bit of a sense of timing about it from James Cummings to, I would think this horse will go Blue Diamond, Golden Slipper. Hasn't had a lot of racing. Had that break in between runs two and three. Expect him to improve. And uh, listen, I, I do think nothing like self-interest. I think my filly sensical. She's been crying out for the 1,200. She's been very strong through the line. Uh, at our first two runs. Luck and running will play a big part here. But uh, just remember the Blue Diamond's been running run on two turns this year, where previously uh, it's the one-turn track at Caulfield, the 1,200. Uh, they're going to be turning and luck and running is going to play a part here. It's not coming out of the chute like the preludes and the previews were. It's, it's starting in the back straight. Horses will require luck. Uh, and... Uh, Sensical will get back in the field and she'll need plenty of it, but she'll be very strong through the line. Very open race, but Barber just to, to be the ultimate professional. Where he gets to from that tricky draw for mine uh, is probably instrumental to his chances. He's a chance of getting pratted three and four deep and with not a big margin on the field, uh, you know, there's not many of these that would surprise. Let's move on to the second group one on the program. We're going in race book order in this one. It is the Futurity Stakes. Wait for rage at 1,400 metres. Uh, Man. this is a, a pretty, well, it's, it's a fairly wide open race, but there's certainly three main chances that uh, I think a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, it's a great race, a great addition of the Futurity Stakes. I'm Thunderstruck has opened as the favourite with Ladbrokes, but good early support for the Gator. Alligator Blood, he's $4. Mr. Brightside, $6, along with Nugget. They're the only horses at, at single-figure odds here. And I think these 1,400-metre races are just perfectly set up for Alligator Blood. I think 1,400 metres is his best, best trip. If this was at Caulfield and Alligator Blood just gets to the front, there's no way they're catching him. I think at Ludbrokes Park Sandown, it does give Om Thunderstruck his, his chance. But we saw in the spring in the Underwood Stakes at, at Ludbrokes Park Sandown, Alligator Blood went to the front 
and they just couldn't run him down. And we saw him do it again in the, the Champions Mile at, at Flemington. So I'm very keen here, Alligator Blood, at the $4. We know he'll go forward with Blake Shin in the saddle and give his rival something to chase. I just think at 1,400 metres, he's a lot better suited to that troop than I'm Thunderstruck. If this was at a mile, it might be a different story, but I think he's going to prove very tough to run down. The X factor in the race for mine, currently $11 with Lab Ropes, is my Oberon, who we've only seen uh, twice in Australia, but made a really impressive debut at the, the Valley on Lab Ropes Cox Plate Day when it won the Crystal Mile and then wasn't disgraced, beaten less than two lengths by an Alligator Blood in the Champions Mile. So it's a horse that could improve with that experience in Australia now. I think it's the horse that could go to a level that can match it with the likes of Alligator Blood, and it's $11. But uh, I'm pretty keen Alligator Blood here. I've, I've, I've been saying for a few years now that 1,400 metres, these group ones uh, early in the autumn, uh, should be his bread and butter. Part owned by Chris Jard, my Oberon, and of course he can do with a bit of luck. He's, he's never really found too much uh, on the sporting front, so good luck to, to Juddy and to my Oberon. Uh, I am, I'm thinking it's going to be a big day for the Lindsay Park stable. I'm scared stiff of the Gator, don't you worry about that, but I'm going to take the second up form over 1,400 of Mr. Brightside. It's, it is tough to split that top three in the market, throwing Nugget as well, I suppose. Uh, but I think all things considered, um, for mine, I think Mr. Brightside's best suited just from the Gator. Yeah, I'm going to go with Nugget, just at the value. I, I thought its run uh, first up was excellent. Um, horses out of Europe um, usually improve into their second campaign in Australia. Um, uh, Kieran and Dave doing a pretty good job at the moment. You, you couldn't be knocking them. So, um, yeah, I just thought uh, Nugget's run beaten less than half a length um, in that group one uh, behind Jack and O. Um, yeah, excellent first up performance. I'm going to have a ticket on Nugget. Tricky little race team. Um, I'm, I'm the Gator and Mr. Brightside here. Just not sure. I just wonder whether Craig Williams might be a little bit more positive on Mr. Brightside. Mm -hmm than he was in the hall last start, and maybe he might be the one sitting on the Gator's tail. But, uh, you know, yeah, Alligator Blood for me, just over Mr. Brightside. I thought I'm Thunderstruck had his chance the other day. He's going to be strong to the line, but is he going to be the sharp at 1,400 second up as he was first up? I'm not convinced. I'll go the Gator. One Queensland expat sticking with another moves with the Gator there, uh, along with Rain Man. Oh, let's move on now to the Oakley Plate. And this is, well, I mean, it's always one of the races of the autumn. And it's an exciting addition, Rain Man. And, um, well, I mean, this is, I know you could not be more excited, but neither could I. Yeah, it's a Rupert edition of the Labrokes Oakley Plate this year. As it always is, a, a very competitive race where you can make a case for probably more than half the field. So as Fora has opened the favourite for Henry Dwyer, the market mover, though, I am me, into $6. King of Sparta, Chain of Lightning, both $8. Star Patrol, $9. And look at the quality of these fields. you got Rockin' Horses, the, the top weight, a last start group one winner is $34. Lombardo won a group one two starts ago. It's $35. Oxley Rowe, who we know was poor the other day, but we know what he's capable of on his best, $126. So it's a, a great race with, with plenty of depth. And uh, for the first time in a long time, in a race that has Chain of Lightning in it, I'm not with Chain of Lightning. I'm hoping that Moods will be able to change my mind when he has his, uh, his say later. But I've got, yeah, I've turned on Channel Lightning here and I, I don't feel great about it. But as Fora, I think, has got the, the perfect profile for an Oakley Plate horse. Uh, lightly raised, has sort of worked its way through the grade. Six wins from eight race starts. 
Caulfield is one at Caulfield in the past. That really good win at Flemington on Derby Day. It's now the two ratings that are definitely good enough to win this race. And it gets in really well at the weight team with just 53 kilos on its back. And a horse with a, a similar profile is Star Patrol, who uh, has always looked like a horse that had Group 1 ability. And uh, it gets in here with, with 52 kilos. It's a horse that Glenn Boss identified on performance review of the boss uh, in the winter last year as a horse with potential Group 1 ability. And that was on the back of a win at Pakenham. And he, uh, he's proven right here. So I think Star Patrol's right in this race. So they're the two for me here as Fora and Shane and, and, sorry, and Star Patrol. But hopefully, Moose will talk me to Chain of Lightning shortly. Well, I'm going to go with the Rubiton form. Obviously, Lofty Strike is flying, but same track and trip here. He meets Chain of Lightning and Uncommon James much worse at the weights. Uh, I think for that reason, uh, I'm going to side with my favourite, Chain of Lightning. I think that's for a long be targeted this. Big watch horse, but to be honest, anyone could win this one, as we mentioned, uh, and that is why it is one of my favourite races. But I am sticking fat with Chain of Lightning. Good boy, Rog. Um, I reckon there'll be about a length between 10 of them going over the line, uh, as is always the case, and the handicapper will have uh, done his job extremely well, if that is the case. Uh, Star Patrol for me, uh, because of the weights. Big, strong, tough gelding uh, by Star Spangled Banner, did I mention that? Um, and down to 52 kilos. Um, Clint McDonald's done a great job uh, protecting this horse's weight, which is half the key to uh, winning an Oakley plate. And um, I think he's done it very smartly indeed. And um, well in the market at $9. Uh, I can see it's certainly one of those horses of the 10 flashing over the line with a length between them uh, when the whips are cracking. So Star Patrol, probably a little bit of a heart bet rather than a head bet, but there's there's plenty of reasons why you can like this son of Star Spangle Banner, I reckon. I just want to trigger Mitho and remind him of the time Brooklyn Hustle stormed home in the, in the blanket finish and still didn't even make the placings. Fourth, beaten by a nose. Well, and and we, I, I think it was remiss of us last week. I'm not sure that we mentioned uh, the the passing of our, our mate Dean Lester. Um, and it, it's been a uh, it's been well, a sad it week. It for wasn't remiss of it, to be honest, Mitho, because he died 24 hours after we recorded. But it wasn't remiss. Oh, true. Oh, actually, true. Yeah, remiss of us not to have mentioned it so far tonight. But um, um, you know, Dino was a great man who, uh, after Moods uh, finished up and went back training and finished up with Ro Rosemont as our racing manager, we enlisted the help of Dean Lester to to give us a, a bit of a point in the right direction. And after she ran on, I reckon Derby Day uh, the year before she ran in that Oakley Plate. I rang him and said, look, what do you reckon about backing her up next week? He said, if you don't have that horse in the paddock by Monday, I am going to go and order the float myself because she needs to run first up in the Oakley plate. She's You've protected her weight. She will be a massive chance first up in an Oakley plate. Um, and, and that's the race you need to be guiding her towards. So um, we went within, what was it, about half a foot with six inches of getting the getting the job done uh she ran fourth so it's a great race for that for that planning and there'll be a story that comes out of it uh i'm looking forward to um you're gonna have to wait till late it's the last race on the on the on the card but uh it'll be worth the wait punters and on with star patrol yeah well shit that was a long way to get a tip out here unfortunately we're going back through the history books here um listen I've got to stick fat too with Rod's chain of lightning. She's flying this mare. I don't think she got a chance first up. 
I am me. I don't know I am me. I've got to be honest. I'm not sure where she quite sits in the food chain, but Jamie Carr, dump chain of lightning for I am me uh, in this race. Uh, I think we've got a pretty good replacement in Craig Williams. So I've got to respect I am me uh, to some degree. And as for, as for, as for Henry Dwyer, it's probably got a little bit of, it's probably got a little bit of uh, your mare about a uh, mytho, I would imagine, that type of horse. So, uh, but Chain of Lightning, she's going to need luck again from gate two, but everything's going to need luck here, and luck will determine the winner. Uncommon James, he was super first up. Lofty strike, he couldn't have done any more. It's as, it's as open as the Sydney heads, but I can only go with what I know, and I know my mare's going super Chain of Lightning, so I just want a bit of luck, and uh, I think she'll be right in the finish. Speaking of Sydney, let's head there now because there's two Group 1s uh, at Ramwick on the weekend, Rayman, uh, and there's two very short price favourites. It's two that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago too and they both delivered. Uh, let's take a look at the market for the surround stakes and uh, good open reign supreme here as well in the market. In secret, the favourite. You're getting better than even money here at the moment though, Rog. $2.20. Zoo Gotchu, who was scratched from that light fingers stakes a couple of weeks ago, is there on the second line of betting at $5. Sunshine in Paris, $9.50. They're the, the three horses at single figure odds. There's no doubt In Secret uh, is the deserving favourite. She certainly was an overly impressive first up in the light fingers, but did enough to get the job done. And we know what she's capable of with that. Uh, really impressive win in the, the Coolmore Stud Stakes at the end of our spring campaign. So there's no doubt in, in my mind she is the, the horse to beat and a deserving favourite. But I think $2.20 is probably around the right price. There's a horse at double figures here I think can run a really big race. And I don't normally tip them out each way, but I think this is a good little each way play here. Number five, she's a belter. $18 to win, $4.50 the place. Uh, won the JJ Atkins as a two-year-old, one of my favourite races in had a very light spring, but first up was uh, finished eighth behind Promise of Success in, in the invitation, then came out and won over 1,400 metres, second up in, in really impressive fashion. And it's sort of a similar profile here where she was only fair in the light fingers, but definitely a horse that's better suited over 1,400 metres. I think she can be the big improver here. So she needs to be very good to beat in secret, but I think the I'd rather have 440, she's a belter to finish in the placings, then 220 in secret, in secret to win. I think she is a, a filly with a lot of ability. She's a belter. Rayman looks at these sort of things a lot deeper than I do. And I'm happy to take 220. If I can get 220 about in secret, then I'm happy to take 220 about in secret because she's a genuine star. And I don't see any reason why she won't keep winning. So in secret for me. I'm wondering what the catch is, Rog. Are they really betting 220 about in secret? I was surprised. I thought she would have gone Who? up about a dollar eighty. Oh, yeah, even shorter. I mean, you, I, I know I'm going to give him a tip up here for the next race too, but what, what's the multi? 220 it's the into double again. Absolutely. It's the same that's double just, as two weeks ago. That, that's just giving money away, punters. Oh, yeah, bet. Everything that I, I, I do the, the rest of the Thursday, Friday, Friday night, and all my bets Saturday are going to be into that double. I think you were saying the same thing about Af Cabin this time last week, Mitho. 374 on Ladbrokes. How'd double. that end up? Yeah, I, yeah. Af Cabin didn't go that well. Yeah, well, I, I'm just, I, I, I mentioned it two weeks ago and Zugatchu was scratched. Like, don't tell me James McDonald couldn't be riding in secret if he so chose. This Zugatchu, it's got to be absolutely low flying, isn't it? Um, and. Hugh Bowman's been flowing back from 
Hong Kong to ride in secret. Sydney Jockeys Room, the deepest jockeys room in the world, uh, if you listen to all the geniuses, and they've got to fly Hugh Bowman back from Hong Kong, who's one of the world's greats, so I'm not going to pop that. But obviously the jockey's room wasn't deep enough to, behind number 12 to find someone to ride Um Yeah, listen, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm with Ian Secret, but I'm going to be really interested to see what Zugotchi does because I just can't comprehend. It must be a potential superstar if J-Mac is off it off in secret to ride Zoo Gotcha. A big watch on the three, but I'm with in secret. And, of course, as mentioned by Mitho, the other shorty is in the Chipping Norton Stakes. Animo goes around second up, 1,600 metres, uh, and Rayman hot in the market. Uh, we'll whiz through this. Dollar seventy. is there anything you can find to beat him? No, I think Animo's clearly on top here. It's another. It's a race I won't be betting. I'll, I'll just be watching. And I think the market's got it just about right. Fangirl was very good late first up. I think she can improve again. And I think she's a horse that if we can somehow get a dry track in the championships, she has got the Doncaster mile written all over her Fangirl. Uh, but she just doesn't like the, the wet track. So I'm just hoping that we, for her sake, I'm, I'm hoping we get a, a dry autumn because I think she's got a big group one in her. But I... I'm not saying she can beat Animo here second up in, in the Chipping Nord. And as we sort of said two weeks ago, that every race now is important for Animo for his, his stud value. So uh, the Godolphin team wouldn't have him here if he wasn't ready to win again. So he goes on top for me. I think Fangirl will run second. I think that's a, a decent – if you want to play a Quinella, I'm happy to take Animo and, and Fangirl. Exactly for mine because there's no way anything is beating Animo. Animo won out uh, and maybe have a couple – behind him but um yes animo for mine and i do like the double yet again at mytho as you have mentioned you do as well well yeah and i think i said uh just just have your hundred bucks all up animo all the way through the campaign godolphin will be protecting him like no one's business if there's any issue the, the great thing about this is they're not having to throw up the stumps they are only going they are only racing if he is in absolute perfect shape bloods are perfect no, no one's no one's having a bit of a oh let's run him and see the, the, this is this is this is just a gift to punters running Animo now I, he, he's he's just a bet every single time he goes around at whatever odds you can get. Oh well, that that's probably the only thing that scares me about Animo is Mitho's confidence, but uh, it's hard to disagree. <laughs> he's going to get a gun run from gate three. Uh, he's just he's just too good for these horses. So. Uh, Animo wins, um, probably Fangirl and Hinge for the placings again. Ladbroken and multiply the excitement with Ladbroke's Same Race Multi. To build a Same Race Multi, head to your chosen race. Find the Same Race Multi tab and pick two to four runners to finish anywhere inside the top four. Add up to four runners to watch your potential payout increase. Ladbroke's Same Race Multi, available on Thoroughbred, Greyhound, Harness and International Races. Ladbroken. T's and C's apply. See website for details. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Best bets, Rayman. Take the new ball, as always. I thought you might mention that I'm two from two so far this season of meeting the Mike Rog, but I'll just do it myself. Go chasing the hat trick here. I am too, so, you know, I can mention that as well, but I didn't. 
Fair. Chasing the hat-trick this weekend. I'm going to Ludbrokes Park, Sandown. Race 5, number 1, Mr. Maestro in the Autumn Classic. Pyrocles has come up favourite here, but I really like Mr. Maestro to improve second up. Was very good first up in the Autumn Stakes. A step up to 1,800 metres really does suit here, and he'll get a gun run in transit here. Barrier 3 with Blake Chin in the saddle. So you're getting $4.80, Mr. Maestro. Ludbrokes Park, Sandown, race 5, number 1. In the interest of being up and honest, there is an asterisk. I did say Red Hot Nick each way last week, and he ran third, so there was still a collect at decent odds. Uh, my best bet goes around in race four at Sandown on Saturday, and that is Spacewalk. Uh, last start, winner. I, I can't see any reason why they wouldn't be bringing him down here unless he was ready to roll, and uh, I think he'll be really well suited to Sandown on Saturday. So race four, number four, I think he might be. Race four, number four, Spacewalk. Well played, Rog. My uh, my best bet was Midwest in the last on Saturday, and uh, he was a bit stiff taking on in front. Uh, just got collared late, um, and Matt got him. Uh, Saturday, we're going Friday night for the Rosemont Best of the Weekend. Uh, Glitter and Gold, race three. Um, Lindsay Smith um, sent this mare down to the beach to Lindsay, and he's done a great job so far. She's... Uh, Put a little picket fence together, won her last couple, and no reason why uh, 2,000 metres at the Valley won't suit her. Been a bit of a, a, a long-range plan uh, to target this race. Tommy Stockdale takes the kilo and a half off, and they're good folk at Ladbrokes are betting $7. So you can back, back glitter and gold each way and uh, put a bit of folding stuff in your pocket for to play with on Saturday moods. What's your best? Well, I haven't had a chance to go through the Valley Friday night. A couple of last start winners there for Jay Carr and the, and the Boutique Stable, Liberated Girl and Foxicon. They've both trained on well, and I expect them to run extremely well in their respective races. Yes, Rain Man? Liberated Girl is in the same race as Glitter and Gold. So the reason you're getting $7 for Glitter and Gold is because Liberated, Gold, Liberated Girl is $2.90. Right, oh, and uh, Foxicon's in the 9.55 there on Friday night. Then we go over to Sandown on Saturday. Race two, we've got uh, the informed shuffle dance of the Armanasco Stakes. She's done very well since her last start. Pleasing win at Looney Valley. Ben Mallon retains the ride. I expect her to run very well up in grade, but uh, I think she's a filly on an upward spiral. Her full sister, Forbidden City, takes her place in race three, uh, the Mannerism Stakes. Uh Drawn six of seven, ran well for in uh, Stakes Company there last start. Uh, oh, there's only uh, six of six now. There's actually been a withdrawal of, in that race already. And uh, I expect her to hold a form, and uh, she's been running consistently all prep. Uh, Forbidden City, she can run well in the second. Race four, I'm really looking forward to the race Rod just found spacewalk in. Uh, I've got a very promising filly waltz on by resuming from a spell. And also the stable mate Do It La, both taking their slot in this race. Waltz on by is probably the sharper of the two. Uh, Do It La probably needs a little bit further. I expect a very cheeky performance from Waltz on by, even though she's taking on the boys or a couple of the boys, or the majority of the field are girls here. I expect a, a very good run from her. What odds Waltz on by? Rainman race uh, four. $23 to win, $5.50 the place. Fair dinkum. Each way, all day there, punters. Race Four, number eight, waltz on by. At those odds, uh, I think it's an enormous price. In the Autumn Classic, we've got Hennessy Ladd, another one in terrific form. He's last start winner over the track and trip. Luke Nolan uh, back on, replacing apprentice Carleen Heffel, who did absolutely nothing in winning last start. But Luke also has a good record on the horse. 
got a fitness edge on a few of his rivals here at the step out to 1800 and uh, I think he also will run extremely well. Uh, Blue Diamond Stakes, we've touched on Sensical. Luck's going to play a big part in that race and uh, she's drawn wide but she'll get back and run on strongly. And Chain of Lightning, uh, you know, I think she's an excellent chance in the Ladbrokes Oakley plate but Luck is going to play a massive part there once again in this big field as they thunder up that long hillside straight. The majority of the races, you've got to remember, punters are on the lakeside there on Saturday, but the Oakley plate will be run out of the chute with the extended winning post. Uh, so uh, don't go crazy if your horse is in front at the main winning post. You've got 100 metres to go. And uh, like the boys touched on earlier, I reckon there'll be about a length between about 15 of them at the 100 and probably not much more between them on the line. So I think Chain of Lightning run very well. But I think my best, I would have to say, waltz on by each way at those odds. Uh, $23 in the Zedit of Stakes. Uh, I think she's a very nice filly, ready to resume well, drawn the pole. If that's no disadvantage, I think each way all day, waltz on by race four, number eight. Good luck, punters. One of the best sprint races in the land. Uh, I don't think Oxley Road will gain a start, so I can't let a fast one run fast, but there's going to be 16 or 18 of them there thundering around on the Oakley plate, and by God, they'll let them run fast. Ladbroken.